Elizabeth. All right. Why is it easy to work with rivers? Um, Because you always know where they'll end up. They just go with the flow. Uh, Yeah. That's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially the same thing. They go with the flow. There we go. Okay. Let's go back to Jenny. Hi. Hey there. Okay. So your dog does have other does have play buddies but his own now when dogs come over to his house did the do those dogs like just come racing in or do you have dogs on leashes or what do you do they're normally on leashes always okay but i'm worried about a puppy coming and being so little and baxter weighing so much and hating a dog in his house right so how do you recommend that I introduce this and make it happen? Well, like I said, it's, it's, as long as, since he does have dog buddies, that's good. That tells me that, okay, because he's being naughty in his home, he feels like he needs to protect his territory because he doesn't believe in you that, uh, protecting the place. So he's got to take care of intruders, okay? So in your head, in his head, he's got to protect you from that other dog in his, on his territory, okay? Your territory. So that's why by you showing him that you are a strong enough leader, like, hey, you be nice, wrong. You know, let's say you keep, the other dog comes in, they're both on leashes and then let's say you're sitting in the living room so they can kind of eyeball each other up okay and then um, the worst thing that you can do is when a when a collar gets tight that's what a fight will ensue all right okay so if that if he's leaning in too hard you know start trying to lean in and really sniff sniff the the dog then back up come here buddy come here Oh, come here. Got to keep it happy and keep the leash loose. All right. You can stand on the leash, you know, like um, don't pin them to the ground. You put both feet on on the leash where when when you stand on it, that his head is slightly dipped. But if he sits, the collar goes a little bit loose. And then when he lays, it goes totally loose. So now you are handling the situation. Okay. 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 And hopefully you don't weigh more. You know, you got a little bit of poundage to you so that he can't dump you if he lurches. All right. But the whole thing is. Is, is that when you bring it's going to be really critical how you introduce this pup to him whereas it has to be an unfamiliar territory like down the block or he it's not his territory where you go for okay. well if you get a new puppy he won't be able to go for a walk too long <laughs> all right right and so anyway, but whereas you're, somebody's got the, you know, the big guy, you've got the puppy, you know, and then, like I said, then, um, take the pup and then like uh, take a bandana and rub the pup with the bandana and then put it around him so he's kind of wearing the smell of that puppy, all right? Ah, so he doesn't have okay. to smell the puppy, smell, smell the puppy. And so then, like, okay, now you're going to, and like I said, hopefully it's going to be a nice day where you can just kind of hang out, let them kind of touch noses and do their own thing. And But and, but remember, that minute that leash gets tight, that's going to signal to him that you don't have the situ- situation so that he might lurch and be not and be naughty. Okay, okay so okay. then the thing is, you now when you come home, obviously you're going to want to, the pup either in a in a uh, a kennel, so that you can yeah. put the pup in the kennel, and then he can you know sniff them, and so then when the pup is out of it, now what you got to realize is that puppies are relentless on older dogs, and older dogs have all they can do is to tolerate them stupid needle teeth. All right, 
So right. that's why you've got to be the referee, where because you know the pup is going to want to hang off his cheeks, his butt, his legs, everything. So then what you got to do is you, we've got to be able to let them come together, say hi, but then put the pup on a leash where he's with the humans and he uh, and the, the, the older one can follow and tow. But you've got to kind of okay. get a handle of watching his body language. If he's thinking about being like if he's starting to posture, like stare at the pup and get stiff, then you got to desensitize. Hey, 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 buddy, you be nice. Be nice. Don't scream and yell at him like, bad dog, shame on you. Because that just adds fuel to the fire because he's already uh, anxious. So you've got to calm the situation down by being calm and steady. And we can do this guy. Yeah, look at that. But by him wearing the dog's scent, right, because then... It, 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 it hopefully it'll help them relax more, but then you're going to have to be the good re, um, the referee so that they okay. that that puppy doesn't antagonize it so much that he decides to go nuts. All right. Okay. Okay. Will that help you? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, kiddo. You take care. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. See, that's the thing. When people decide to get a new puppy with an older dog, boy, I'll tell you, those pups are relentless and those poor older dogs. Yeah. And and you know, I don't know about you who it is. You get older in some areas, you're not as tense on things that you used to be and things that never really bothered you for some reason do bother you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just and so we don't know. And because he said he caused a fight, and I'd be interested what, cause because he has play buddies. But like I said, I, the, my thought is is that she has to become a better leader, like maybe throw, doing obedience, go, you know, doing some training as far as walking on a leash, just so he looks to her that, so he starts gaining confidence that she's a good leader. Because otherwise, he's going to have to take over the situation yeah, on his territory. You got it. You got it. Okay, who's up? Well, so next up, we actually have a follow-up call from Ginny, who hey. apparently talked about six months ago or so. Oh, heck of a deal. Hey, Jenny, how you doing? Okay, I guess. Uh-oh. Um, do you remember Dieter and Heidi I talked to you about? Um, and that uh, I had Heidi in the back bedroom. She was a very shy cat, and I was trying to introduce the two oh, yes. cats. Okay. Okay. Um, I forgot to follow up with you. I apologize. Oh. Um, Deidre... Um, passed away last October um, of hepatitis, which I've never heard that in a cat. Um, so I hope it's not something that I did. That what did, uh, what did she die? What did she pass from? Hepatitis. Hepatitis. Well, that's, that's what the doctor said. Hepatitis. Oh, hepatitis. Okay. Yes. Okay, hepatitis. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> okay. So, and how old was she? That cat. Hang on, one sec. Okay, is this better? Okay. Um, uh, she was part Russian blue and she was 12. 12 years old. Okay, okay, hepatitis. That's interesting. Okay, so no, uh, you know, they get hepatitis from, you know, either other animals, people, whatever type thing. So that's interesting. Okay, okay. So, so then what happened? Okay. okay, so I've got Heidi and she's still very shy. Um, and I'm wondering, cats don't need another cat um, to be happy, do they? I mean, no. they're very bonded to me. Yeah, no, they don't need other other cats. Cats are they they prefer to be single. They will be part of a colony, but they will be not 
you know, they, they'll have their spot in the colony. They don't need to have friends. There are some cats that are very friendly. And then there's, just like in humans, there's some people that just prefer to be off by themselves and be hermits. And there's some that really want, you know, attention. But if she's doing, you two are having a really good, you know, you're bonding and she's getting better and closer to you. That's what I would just, you know, be, be great and be okay with that. Great. Okay. And then one last quick question. Sure. Um, I want to go on a trip for a week, and I'm thinking of having a friend stay here for a week. But okay. she's like, she's only bond, very bond, she's very bonded to me. Right. Will she get? Well, I think I know the answer, but I just need to hear it again. Okay. She won't be lonely, right? No, no, because if you, that person, whoever's uh, paying attention or coming in, if they is she going to live there or just check in with the cat? Um. He's going to live here, I, I hope. Okay. Or or maybe for a few days and then somebody else will come in. Okay. No, that's um, fine. And, they, you know, they may never see the cat. But just you know, just have them do the you know little box thing in the water and the and the and the food, and then I would leave a radio and or a TV on just to put you no know, house noises, you know, in okay. so she's not listening to you know weird things outside. Okay, but no, she should be fine. But like I said, I took care of a guy's cat that I, <laughs> I think I said this is that I didn't even know it existed. I knew it was in the house somewhere because the food was gone and there's stuff in the litter box. But that cat was so shy that it you know she just is it's fine fine. And then when he passed. The neighbor across the street took the cat. And that cat is the most friendliest cat you've ever seen in your whole life. But uh, yeah, it was just the craziest thing how that cat came out of its shell. So it's 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 crazy. So it can be done. It can be done. But you know, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Because okay. the worst thing to do is leave and not have anybody checking in on the cat. But every couple right. days, that's not good. And so, but right. you, but put some sound into the house so too. So okay. I'm, I'm sorry about right. your loss, so kiddo. But I'm glad this now this situation is getting better. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. I know it. It's uh, <laughs> Okay, let's see. Which animal brain, which animal's brain can fit into half a tablespoon? Alligator, chimpanzee, hedgehog, elephant. We'll be back. Here's a little. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Which animal's brain can fit into half a tablespoon? An alligator, chimpanzee, hedgehog, or elephant? Alligator. I was amazed. How did you know that? I th- I would have said, of course, a hedgehog because what the heck? I didn't I just, realize I their brain like, was that small. The alligators had like stupid small brains. Wow, that is unreal. I wouldn't have guessed that because to me, I'm like, oh, that's a no-brainer hedgehog. You know. Wow, I didn't know. Boy, they're sensory creatures. They don't. They don't need yes, much. So, yeah, <laughs> something moves. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like most of like what alligators are exist in their blood and wow. electric impulses yeah, to bite. That, that's unreal. Okay, uh, where are we at? Well, so we uh, next up have Linda, who is trying to potty train her new foster. All right. Hi, Linda. How you doing? <laughs> good. Good. As we speak, he just. Went to the bathroom in the kitchen. Oh, no. Um, we inherited, or we just um, adopted a, a rescue dog about a week and a half ago. He's bonded extremely well with us. He's nice. just great in every way. He's about a year and a half. Um, he does has the hardest time going to the bathroom on the leash, which I know, you know, is just a process. 
But the thing I found out was he was a like a breeder rescue, so he spent so much time in a kennel, yep. and they learned to hold their pee and the, you know all that until they're let out. Um, he can go uh, 12, 14, 15 hours without having to do anything. Um, I've taken him out, and it's I do what you say. You take him out, go potty, go potty, go potty. They don't. You bring him back in. You wait. You go back out, yep. and you repeat that. Well, I've been yesterday. I did that all day long, <laughs> and nothing happened. Okay, um, okay two questions. No, what, what breed of dog? Yeah. You know, we're not sure. What's the closest? Told, the papers say golden doodle, but he could be Irish setter doodle. Okay, and then how many um, pounds? We are going to do. Pardon? How many pounds? About. 42. Okay. And then yeah. now when you t- take him out on a line to go potty, how long is the line? Um, I've tried both our uh, extend line and just an average or a normal leash, which is about, um, what, maybe four and a half feet. Yeah. You need the long line, like about 15 feet. Okay. Because That's what I've got. I've got one of those. And then what you just do, walk out to the area. Okay, mm-hmm. and then tell him, go potty, and then start backing off and let him kind of go out, you know, in front of you. You know, don't, okay. because if you stay yep. too close to him, a lot of yep. dogs are like, you're watching me, you're watching me. Right. And then maybe turn space. Okay, and, and then turn. a little circle, you know, he does a circle thing. Good, um, good. And then okay. stand sideways, because you always want to see what he's doing. But a side profile to a dog is a calming signal. If you're standing okay. straight, looking straight at him, he might take that as complication. So turn okay. sideways and just tell him, you know, go potty, go potty. And then when he does, oh, good potty, very nice. Don't, yep. you want know, to stay very calm. And then um, maximum time is two minutes. Now, you've only had him a little bit of time. And so, like I said, when they come from the, you know, the, breeding things uh, what happens two things yes they have to learn to hold it but they also too you'll be surprised that um they, they some dogs are becoming uh, they are dirty dogs okay whereas mm-hmm. they don't care where it is it's just oh, like oh yeah. i gotta go Poop, there i go so what you can't give him is freedom in the house until he earns the right to have freedom in the house and so that's why now you kennel training him well he's kennel trained Good. yes I, okay. I actually tried that yesterday um okay and now yeah, so for my other question, too, now you just peed in the kitchen. So do you say anything to him, or do you just, what if, do I do with that? If you catch him in the actual ad yep. of peeing, you clap your hands, stomp your feet, and go, ah, wrong. Okay. okay. Okay, but now, you know, you just, everything tightens up. And so yeah. you take him out to go potty. He's not going to go right away because he's, well, just scared. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. bring him back in, you know, there, wait about a minute or two, then take him back out and try it. If not, then bring him back, put him in the kennel, clean up the okay. accident. Uh, white vinegar and water works good. Otherwise, anti-icky yep. poo is one of the best ones on the market for that, for taking care mm-hmm. of urine smell. And then, but now what you cannot give him any freedom in the house. He's going to be on oh, okay. for the next week. He's hooked to you uh, by way of a leash. Okay, so now he's getting to know you better, oh, okay. who you are. Okay. okay, and then if you don't have time to have him attached to a human, then he's in his kennel. Okay, okay, then the second week, he uh, you take the leash off, you know, you leave the leash on, but you don't hold it. He can walk in the same room as you, but he can't uh, leave the room. If he starts, tries to leave the room, uh-uh, come on back here, come back here. Okay. okay, then the third week, you take the leash off and give him freedom and see what happens. But if okay. things haven't been going well up to that point, he may need another week of, you know, dragging the leash and staying in the same room as you before you okay. let him go in other rooms without you. All right. And so every dog's personality is different because we got to get him to understand what potty is called and where it goes. 
All right. Okay. So that's why you've got to control the inside so that he's not pottying on your, you know, two thousand um, dollar Oriental rug. All right? right. And so then that way there by um, by controlling that situation and teach him, it, it will it will happen. You just you got to take okay. baby steps. You just got to understand, huh? What are we doing, huh? What's that word? What is it? What does that mean? Okay. okay. And like I say, but then in the house you don't give him any freedom, and then watch for his potty. Uh, every dog has a potty sign. Uh, some will sit and stare at you. Some will walk over to the door and hope you see them there, okay? Uh, some start sniffing like, okay, where am I going to put it? Where am I going to put it? And okay. there's a difference to where am I going to put it to what came through or what is here, all right? So that's mm-hmm. why you want to get used to what we call the potty dance. So that, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I want to teach them with bells. And the problem with bells is that, the dog learns that when he rings the bell, the dog door opens and he gets to go outside. Mm-hmm. And so now he just went outside, he, he went and pottied, and then he come back in. And you're not even inside for, you know, two minutes. And then the bells are ringing. Well, you have to answer it, right? Well, then right. the dog realizes, hey, I ring these bells, and the door opens, I get to go outside. This is a cool game. So what ha- then you get mad at that, so you take the bells away because you're tired of, you know, doing that. Well, then you forget to put them back. And then he really does have to go potty. Okay, okay, so that's why you're just best to get to know your dog and and uh, don't give him total freedom in the house until they've earned it. Where when you okay. take him out to go potty, it, in two minutes, you know, they've gotten their piddle done. First thing in the morning is piddle and doo-doo. The rest of the, and then there's, it depends on what food you're feeding and how, and other stuff, uh, how, how many times you get doo-doos a day, but that, you can mm-hmm. start writing it right. down. Like 7 a.m. Yeah. out piddled. Okay, 7 a.m. or uh, 7.02 a.m out another piddle and a doo-doo 715 fed so you can start seeing how he processes his food and i always right. put it on the refrigerator because everybody goes to the refrigerator <laughs> at least a couple times during the day so then you can see what's been you know what's been going on okay right, right. but that's okay. the main thing okay. but yeah they don't have don't do a six footer at this point the, eventually when they understand going potty on the line then you can shorten it up you know like in case you're going to the cities or something like that but right now he just doesn't has to learn what it's called you have to give him some elbow room so he doesn't feel like you're watching and remember don't right. stare at him side profile glance at him glance away glance at him glance away maximum time two minutes and then like i say just uh and, and don't take him out let's say uh, you took him out. He did a piddle. Let's say you got your morning. Now you're into your afternoon. Okay, you take him out. He didn't do anything. Then, mm-hmm. put, okay, then bring him in. Put him in the kennel. Okay. Okay, then maybe wait, you know, 20 minutes, a half hour. Take him back. Try it again. All right? Yep. Don't give That's him. That's what I did all day yesterday. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. He just got to learn to. Um, now, what food are you feeding? We're feeding Gentle Giant right now. Okay. And so um, are you giving any treats? Uh, how much water is he drinking? He, you know, he doesn't drink a ton of water, but um, he drinks maybe, I don't know, a couple cups a day. Okay. Um, and treats-wise, the only thing I'm giving him right now is something for his uh, teeth. Okay. Um, uh, the dental giant, I have not heard of that food. So uh, are you feeding it, are you rehydrating it, or are you feeding it just a kibble food? It's dry right now. Okay. I would try rehydrating it. It's easier on their gut system. You put what you're going to feed in a dish, put hot tap water on so it floats real nice, put it aside, wait about a half hour, come back, and if it needs more water, you add, because you want to feel the soft, you know, should be pretty soft to the center. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then if it is, it mix it up, and then, you know, then feed it to the dog. Okay. 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 Well, good luck. Just stay the course. You You can get it. Take care. Bye-bye. 
All right, so there we go. Ah, la, la, la. Got a question? Give a holler. We got open line, 651-641-1071. All right, so let's see. Do, 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 do. How did the lemon react to losing the race? How did the lemon react to losing the race? We'll be back. When people think about personal trainers, they sometimes picture this guy. You know something, Jessica? When I'm done with you, you're going to have the largest arms this side of the continent. I don't want that. But when you join the YMCA, you'll get a free fitness assessment from a real certified personal trainer. So you can set realistic goals, learn what to do, and what not to do. I am your doctor, yeah. And the only thing I prescribe is pain. That's what not to do. And he's not a doctor. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Here we are. Okay, how did the lemon react to losing the race? He was sour. He was a Close. sour piece. Bitterly. Bitterly. <laughs> he was very bitter. Bitterly. There you go. I love lemons. I do too. Yep. They're not like eating lemon, you know, lemon things is what I like. I have a friend who is obsessed with limes and will straight up just eat limes. She has a tattoo of a lime for her birthday. I brought her a bag of limes. She was very excited. It was funny. Okay, it looks like people are calling in. Grab them, and then we'll t- I'll talk. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Say, have you guys checked out? You know, Nutrisource is always coming out with great new stuff. Hopefully, you're trying the kabuchas. The kabuchas is that probi- uh, probiotic and prebiotic and, um, like, bone broth that you just add to your dog's meal. And you add, it's a resealable, and so you can put it in the, you know, to use a little bit and then put it in uh, the refrigerator. And th- you can get it at uh, usually all the spikes and uh, holes, uh, locations, you can call ahead because they're getting it out and more and more and, more. and all the, um, in uh, Rosemount, I forgot what that, that the bead mill is in, in Rosemount. If you go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com uh, and look for a locator for the kombucha, that kombucha is really, really good stuff. And then now they just came out, they redid their jerky treats. I love their jerky treats, not me personally, but the jerky treats are really, really good. I think you remember... A while back, I did a, a thing about jerky, because uh, uh, jerky things were becoming a huge thing. So I bought uh, like eight different kinds of jerkies, and then I put them in hot, each one in a different hot water. And then I left them, you know, and I came back in about an hour, no difference. Two hours, no difference. Overnight, came back. They didn't even soften up. And if a, if the dog's saliva doesn't soften something up, that's, that's like shards. And so that's why when Nutrisource came out with these jerky cheats, I, they're not only natural and good for the dogs they're great and so uh, yeah give the jerky treats a great um a good thing and then now they got a new cat crunchy treats cat crunchy treats for all you cat owners please stay away from the the ones that are green greeny cat treats all that is is starch it's not good stuff but boy i tell you the cat treats now for nutrisource is really really good and then obviously like you heard their commercial for finley's finley's is now a part of the nutrisource family and they're, they're natural. Uh, for, and then each, with each bag you're helping that you buy, and they do ship out to you if you go to finleys.com. And, but the, the whole thing is, is that it helps people with disabilities. They have many, many programs, you know, in, in place. And so you really want to check out the Finley treats also. But like the jerky treats, I use those in the school, you know, because, uh, for when we do leave it, because every dog loves them and they come in different flavors and such like that. So, you know, give that a shot. So go to nutrisourcepetfoods.com and check out all their new 
new stuff. They're always coming out with new stuff, and, and that's just who Nutrisources is. They truly care about your pets, and they're they're trying to find the best, create the best things for your dogs and your cats. Okay, I just mean per Minnesota, you know that, right? No, yeah, right. I want jerky. Love it. Yeah, there you go. But it is. It really is. Though. I couldn't believe when I did that test because I'm this. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Because even jerky that we eat, and yeah, some of it is really, you know, maybe really tough mm-hmm. and you got to really crank on it. But at least it gets softer with your saliva. A lot of those jerky treats that you probably found in the dog stores, you know, the stores, being soaked in water for pretty near 24 hours, starting out with hot water, mm-hmm. didn't even make it, didn't even make them soft. I couldn't believe it. Stanley has these ones he really likes. I think they're kind of fun because they're... Ground chicken, like repressed into a jerky treat. Okay, but they do it in a Kong shape, oh, okay. so that they're hard to get out of the Kong. But he okay. likes them because they're meaty. Oh, nice! And nice. so I'll put like a tiny bit of coconut oil on the Kong and oh, the look treat at you. in there, and he it, it's Excellent. hard for him. Good, look at you! I'm proud of you. Mm. Okay, okay, what's up? Well, so next up we have Brad, who uh, is really trying to get that recall down. Okay, hey Brad, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good, good. Uh, I like the sh- like your show, very informative. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your, th- your thought. What kind of dog do you have? It's a two-year-old rescue, okay. but we got her when she was two months. Okay. Um, she's a very sweet dog. Okay. And she's a demand barker. Okay. Because um, you answer it? <laughs> yeah, well, when she wants to go outside or wants to get fed, you know, you got to respond. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you just walk away. And so the thing is, is that we reinforce, uh, people, humans reinforce the wrong behavior. And then as the dog gets older, it becomes obnoxious. Okay. And so the thing is, is that uh, you, that's you as a human. Whereas if she barks in your head, you don't answer it. You don't look at her. You don't touch her. You don't do in your head. You just kind of walk away and then kind of circle around and she'll probably follow you. And then now you, she was sitting by the door to go potty. So then now you're going to go to the door. Now you're going to ask her. Okay, because you put a break in between the bark of the bark, so now she re- technically didn't get the door open for her by her way of barking. Okay, same with it, it, with eating. You know what I mean? She barked for her dinner. I'm sorry, too sorry. Now I'm, I don't serve demanding critters in this house, and so you can leave the treat or the the bowl on the uh, the counter or whatever type thing. Go and do something. She probably probably follow you. All right, give her. Oh, how you doing? You know, we uh, then now come back into the kitchen and say, okay. Trout time, so it's your idea, not the dog's idea, okay? But it's up yeah. to yourself. Okay, so what's going on? Well, I've been married 40 years, so I, I've been taught to respond to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Sounds good. Okay, so what's going she on? Does, she doesn't come when she's called. Okay. And so, uh, you so, know, I... Uh, Got a fenced-in backyard, yep. and when I want her to go in, you know, I got to kind of chase her around until she wants to come in. Okay, well, uh, she, she's got your number. The, the the big thing is, I call her to come, and unless I got to treat my hand, uh-huh. she won't come. Okay, she's stubborn. Okay, what you going to do to first? You know, what kind of dog? You said she's two year old. What? What does she closely resemble? Well, she's German Shepherd, Husky, Terrier. Okay, uh, so how many pounds? Uh, about 40 pounds. Okay. So what you're going to do is, is there's no sense calling a dog from two, 20 feet if it doesn't even come from 6 feet, okay? So what you're going to do is put a hook a 6-foot uh, line on. Uh, put the handle of the leash on your right wrist because the dog's going to be on your left side. Okay, now what you're going to do is you're going to go straight forward. You're going to say heel or walk, whatever you're walking where it is. Envision a line on your floor, okay, or on your grass, whatever. Okay, drop the left hand off the line, okay, and now bend at the waist. 
Now scoot backwards on the you know the line you just went forwards on. You're going to bend at waist level, clap your hands at eye level of the dog, and scooch backwards and go, come, clap, 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 come, 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 and keep scooching backwards until the, the dog gets to you. Don't reach forward for the dog. You want the dog to run into you. Stay bent over and catch her down there so she doesn't fly up. Say, catch me, okay? Now, when right. she comes in, you go to, you're very animated to get her to come in. You're going to go very calm, very quiet, and don't pat don't stroke. Take the tips of your fingers and do like little circles and from the shoulders, the ribs, the rump. Shoulders, rib. Oh, what a buddy. Such a poppers. Be very calm, very soft. You're animated to get the dog to you, but then when she gets in there, then you go totally opposite. So she relaxes in your hands and doesn't jump and bite and nip and create a game out of the situation. Okay, and there she goes. Okay, so what you're going to do is you don't do more of those at one time. Don't do more than three at one time. Okay, and then go on to something else and do something else. And then a little bit later, if you want to work, do it one. Then we're going to do it again. The whole key is you have to move. Dogs are prey driven. If you move at the beginning when you're first teaching the word come, if you move, they're going to they're you're and clap 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 at eye level, not above their head, but at eye level. Then they, they they're like drawn to you. All right. And now if you have a fenced in yard, ten to one, you're always standing in the same place to call her into the house. Hey, she's no dummy. You stand in that place. That means I'm going in. I'm not going in. So what you got to start doing is that, you know, then when she gets really good at a six foot line, then get yourself a 20 foot line. And then, but then what you're going to do first, you go from six feet to 10 feet. And then you're eventually going to be able to go 20 feet where she's going to learn to come in. And so then what you do is you stand by the door that you normally call her in. And when she comes in, you give her the, oh, very nice. What a buddy. Such a puppers. Look at you. And then stand up and then go back in the house. Okay, every time she comes to that spot, she doesn't always get caught to go inside. Then go another place in the yard and call her. Scoot, scoot, scoot backwards. Come, 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 come. And when she comes in, oh, very nice. Look at you. Very Stand up and then maybe go to another part of the yard and call her there. And then like, but don't always stand in the same place. And then she has to come back inside. That yeah, That's just a catch-me-if-you-can game that you don't want to, that her to learn to play that. So that's why you need a 20-foot line, not a retractable. It has to be a line, a working line that just drags on the ground where you're going to have the handle of it so that you she can't run away from you. Don't pull the dog to you. The dog has to be willing to come to you because what, you, what you're looking, working for here is the dog will come without the line. So if you pull her in with the line, you, you haven't taught the dog to come. You just taught the dog how to pull towards you. So the only reason the line is on is to keep them from running away, where if they try to run away, you give the leash a quick pop and go, hey, hey. And as soon as they look, then you bend at your waist, clap at eye level, scooch backwards, come, 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 come. Oh, yes, you can do this. Yay, yay, yay. You got, if you look real funny and you seem really silly, you'll get the dog to come. All right. But the whole thing is, is that the minute you demand it, you know, Rover, come, come, come right now. The dog is going to be like, talk to the paw and the game on. All right. And so that's right. And if you use treats, then what happens is they do a quick air sniff. You ain't going to treat. Bye. And so you want them to learn to come in for the massage. Come in for your massage. And then as the dog gets better and better at this, pretty soon then you, you built that relationship. Now, dogs aren't 
aren't robots. You can't just program the word come. They're going to drop what they're doing and come to you. you got to have tricks up your sleeve. And one trick that works really good is that, you know, um, in the squeaker toys, they have the squeakers, obviously. <laughs> okay, what you can do, you can go online and you can buy, they're called large replaceable squeakers for dog toys. I buy them by the hundreds. You can buy them by the dozen. And what you do is you put that in your, and you, you know, you, if you got a squeaker home at home, but what you're going to do, let's say she, you can't get her to turn her head. She's like, screw you, I'm busy. Squeak the toy. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Hey, come and start moving. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Come, come on in here. And make sure you're moving. If you stand still, you don't have a prayer. As soon as she gets to you, oh, what a body. Very nice. Because a squeaker, uh, 99.9, all dogs will turn their head like, what do you got? Most dogs don't like that squeaker noise. And that's why some dogs, some owners I'm amazed at, will literally place bets when they bring home a new squeaker toy, how long it'll be before the dog destroys it. And that's the worst thing you want because eventually he's going to swallow something that's going to cost you surgery. So the dogs, a lot, many dogs hate the squeaker sound and it gets their instant attention. There are some dogs that will run around squeakity, 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 squeakity. Okay, nails, I mean, um, the squeaker toys to many dogs are like nails on a chalkboard to us humans. But the thing is, is there's some humans that love nails on a chalkboard. And just like there's some dogs that are like that squeaky, so they'll run around and squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. But it always turns the dog's head to get them to turn and look at you. Then you got to go in motion. Come, let's go. Squeaky, squeak. Come on. Come on. You can do this. Come on. You got to be very, like I say, the nuttier you look, the nuttier you feel, the better chance you've got of getting that dog to come in. Okay. Huh. Uh-huh. You, you want to hold on a sec? We got to run to a break, so hold on, okay? We'll come back to well, this. Well, I'll hold on. Okay, thanks. All right, where am I at here? Did it, oh, wrong book. <laughs> okay, what kind of rocks will you never find in the Mississippi River? What kind of rocks will you never find in Mississippi? Thank you. We're winding down for the day, for the week. What kind of rocks will you never find in the Mississippi River? <laughs> See, I really could not figure out if this was a joke or a serious question. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the joke. Okay. Uh, Mississippi River Rock? <laughs> That's a, the genre of rock music, is it not? Oh, jeez. Okay. I'm struggling today. All right. No. What, what kind of rock you will not ever find in the Mississippi River, nor any place else, is dry rocks. Dry Dry rocks. Okay. I should have seen that. <laughs> okay, let's go to Brad. Brad there? Yep. Hey there, Brad. How you doing? Okay. I'm doing good. So you got to look like fun, sound like fun, and be fun. You start out, like yeah. I say, first with the six-foot line, and you remember you're going to shuffle backwards. You don't have to run. Just shuffle backwards and keep moving until the dog gets all the way to you. As you start shuffling, the dog comes to you. Most people stop. Okay, then what happens is the dog stops and then goes someplace else. You got to keep moving until you get them all the way to you. And then, you know, if, if you're worried about the dog like jumping in your face or mouthing you, then you're doing it. You're, 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 instead of giving them a massage, you're, you're rubbing them up. You know, you're getting them all overstimulated. You got to remember to just very calmly and then your voice is calm. Oh, very nice. Look at you. Step on the leash when they come in. So they can't jump into your face if you're worried about them clocking you in the face with their with their head, right? And so then just stand up and say, done, and just kind of walk around, you know, and then maybe do it again. Throw it in reverse, clap, 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 come, come, come. When you're first starting it, you stay, you know, you have that six-foot line, you're on the forward on the line, back 
backwards on the line. Then when you get to the 20-foot line, after you know he's starting to come in a lot better, then, then you start out with 10 feet. And then now a part of the come to is that, okay, you got the 20-foot line. You're only giving give him 10 feet. Okay, if the dog is in front of you on that, te- or let's say, 20-foot line, you're behind, turn and go the opposite way. What you want to teach the dog is to scan behind you. Okay, they, if they try to go past you, you quick turn and go a different direction. Okay, here comes a dog, t- past you, turn. Always turn away from the side that the dog is coming up on. Don't say anything. What we're after is a, this exercise by scanning behind you is to teach the dog to have one ear and one eye on you. Uh, kid on a bike, where are you? Bird, where are you? They keep looking at you because you keep moving around. And so they got to, you know, it, it keeps them from getting tunnel vision on one thing and you can't get into their head, all right? So now they're getting exercised by scanning behind you. At any time, you can turn towards them and then back up, clap, 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 come, come, come. Remember, you don't use the line to call you. You have to be bent at waist at eye level. Okay, because then what you're doing is you're building that drive to come you come to you. It's fun. And then eventually, you'll be able to get him to come on in without doing all the shenanigans to get him in. But then, remember, then you're going to change the places where you have the dog come in throughout your yard. And then sometimes you catch him, like, let's say, on the right side of the yard. And you brought your leash with, so you just hook the leash on and walk him up to the house. All right, so change that. So Because dogs are really good on routine, especially when they don't want to do something. It's like, oh, you're standing in that place. I ain't going over there. And you cannot chase the dog. Okay, the dog has to come to you. Like I said, the dog doesn't get anything by barking at you. They're not, you don't want them running the house. You know, you've got to get the dog to look to you for direction instead of suckering you into games. Okay. And then now because you have a fenced in yard, then when he gets good at scanning 10 feet behind you, then you give him a little bit more and then you give him a little bit more. Now he's scanning 20 feet behind you when you're walking through your yard. At any time, you could turn towards the dog and then clap, 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 shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Come, let's go. Clap, 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 come. Yay, yay, you, yay, you, yay, you. Okay, and then the next step would be in your yard is to drop the line. And what you're trying to do is create a circumference that the dog is, is hangs around you, like a 20-foot foot circumference. As he goes outside of that, you call him back into you. So he learns to kind of hang around you, and that will happen. All right? But then that squeak, 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 squeak really turns the dog's head. And I always, and when in my classes, um, I give a, a, a squeaker replacement toy to everybody that takes the class, and I tell them you can buy, buy more. But you brought, bring that on a walk with you, and let's say the dog is just being, you know, just being a butthead or just, oh, just being obnoxious. Hit the squeaker, every dog will stop dead. Go, I heard it. Where is it? Where is it? Now you can regroup. And continue forward, okay? So all it is is that using it to d- redirect the dog and get them to look at you, to like, okay, what? What are we going to do now? And so to start building the relationship. But the dogs aren't robots. You can't just program the worm, come, and then they're going to drop what they're doing and come to you. All right? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's a lot of information there. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast, and I guess you can okay. slow it down. You know, go to mytalk1071.com and go to my, my show page. And, you know, um, when is it posted by there, Ellie? Uh, by the end of the day, every day, which okay. last, within two hours of the show every okay. day. Okay, there you go. Okay, so, yeah, so you can do that. But then, then like, if the squeaker is going to help you, you moving, and now does she bark and she's telling you what she wants, right? Yeah. And so what do you do about that? 
just circle around and ignore. Okay. Then what you do, would you get, get a hair mister, plant mister, fill it with water, set it on stream, carry it with you? If she starts barking at you, give her a deep growl, go ah, blast her in the face as she's barking, and say quiet. If she quiets for two seconds, just call me, say thank you. Don't say good girl or good boy. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. You want to keep them calm and steady. So don't use good girl or good boy. But just keep that with you. If she tries to bark again, ah, blast, quiet. The lower and slower your voice is, the calm, the, then that's going to calm her down also. So you look at her, and then your goal is that you don't need the blast in the face anymore when she barks. She, she'll go, you say quiet, and she will. She's like, okay, you got it. I'm done. I'm done. Some dogs, they, they go like, got it. Got it. Gives you blast them with water. Then you go half organic apple cider vinegar and half water, and then you just aim for the nose or for the mouth. Okay, and ah, blast, quiet. And you do that about five, six times, and then it's ah, quiet. And if she does it, now the blast comes. At first five, six times, it's ah, blast, quiet, ah, blast, quiet. And then after that, it's going to be ah, quiet. And if not, then blast, quiet. Because you want the dog to learn to listen to the words, and the correction will not come. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Because it just sounds like she's kind of got you wrapped around a little finger. <laughs> yes, she does. Don't suck her into like. Oh, and sometimes too, if she wants to play that game in the yard, just go sit down in the chair. Okay, side profile to the to the yard. Just sit there and just kind of dawdle. You know, glance over. Don't ask anything of her. Just glance over, and all of a sudden she'll be right there. Don't lean out of the chair to get to her. Just kind of tap the chair, tap your leg. Hey, how you doing? Hi, what are you doing? Just like I said, don't go after the dog. Just play the game. That I'm not chasing you. I'm going to sit down here until you come on up. And But the minute you lean forward to reach for them, bam, they're gone again. Okay? Yeah. So, like I say, you can, you know, just use it. You know, just stay calm. Don't say good girl. And this, and it'll start working. So start with a six-foot line. Then get yourself a 20-foot line and, and do go from six to ten and work yourself into 20 feet so she learns to come distances. Call her at different spots of the yards. Sometimes when you stand by the door and you call her in, just say good, and then just let her go and you go back in the house. Uh, you know, mix it up so it's not always exactly the same thing. Okay? See? Okay. Time for a- nope, we got to get going. It's, we're done. Okay. You can give me a call I'll up call at Katie's. Up. Yeah, you can give me a call up Katie's Canines. Hey, all, thank you so much for listening. Hope you learned something today. Uh, thank you, Ellie, as usual. A great job. And so, uh, remember, don't if you don't train them, don't blame them, and don't hide your dogs. Don't train them. Call me at Katie's Canine. Have a great week.